howdy, hi. It's me, Zombie Bry. Welcome back to another episode of uh, the Zombie Shorts Podcast. And uh, today's special. You want, you want to know why? I'll tell you why. You don't have to wait. I'll tell you right now. I got a special guest. Uh, <clears throat> you just go ahead and introduce you. I'm not going to, I don't want to, you do. <laughs> I'm Justine from Just Enough on TikTok. I do ah. horror content, movie reviews, all that jazz. <laughs> ja- yes, she's also a, a significantly good jazz player. Oh, yeah, totally. <laughs> I've never, I've never heard any of it, but I'm just assuming whatever. A little, a little false advertising. Get everybody excited. <laughs> yeah, well, it's whatever. I tell people all the time that I'm good at gymnastics, but look at me. You think I decide <laughs> to go outside in general? Anyway, so today uh, we're going to be talking about a movie that uh, the whole world right now is talking about. So I thought I'd just jump on the train uh, because smart marketing. That's what it is. Uh, we're talking about the Batman. And um, of course, it's going to be full of spoilers. So if you haven't seen it, the the six of you left in the world who haven't seen this movie already, um, don't listen to this. Done. Get out there. Yeah, yeah. Go watch it. What the hell? You, like, or if you just don't give a shit uh, about spoilers, which you know, I understand that. Then keep listening. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, this is going to be a, a full in depth review. I haven't told uh, Justine at all whether or not I liked it in general or any I've of just my been thoughts sitting. on it sitting on pins and needles, waiting to hear your thoughts. Since I saw it uh, last Thursday and told you about how amazing it is. <laughs> yeah, she, the, the, the reason I want to, okay, I, I could have waited to see this movie like until it came out like on Blu-ray or whatever, or, like a digital release or something. But, like <laughs> Not having it. <laughs> the, uh, the amount of praise and hype that this woman gave this movie, I was like, all right, I need this. This needs to happen. I need to see this. So. <laughs> And I'm I'm probably one of the least qualified people to be talking about Batman movies. To <laughs> Me be too. I, don't, I, don't I am re- not a comic book person. I do not have like a source material to go off. Yeah, no, I don't know shit about the comics. With this character outside of the films. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I don't know anything about the comics or. I mean, I've seen the other movies and stuff. I know that's pretty much all yeah. I know about it. Like I, I same, same. <laughs> I maybe have a slight more of a leg up on Batman than you do knowing about stuff but like I don't know that much I, I'm looking at this movie as as a film that just so happens to star a character named yeah. Batman like I there so and exactly and I'm looking at this film as someone who has just a deep love and appreciation of media as well as someone mm-hmm. who loves horror mm-hmm. and this film it's got a bit of both right <laughs> <laughs> yeah we're gonna get yeah. into that I'm sure <laughs> so I, I, I want to point out one thing. This is going to be interesting because, um, I, and this is going to make me sound stupid, which I we talked about this literally before I hit record. I don't want to make us sound stupid, but I'm <laughs> about to make myself sound stupid. But one thing that I admire about you and your the way that you talk about movies and the way that just like the big fancy words and stuff that you use, it makes you sound <laughs> like you have a bigger appreciation for film in general than most people so that excites me to be able to talk to somebody who has like that same kind of respect and love for movies even though I when I talk about movies I'm like it was good I like this part because it was cool and there was lots of explosions so funny that you say that because that's exactly how I feel I feel like someone who's just like I don't know what to say it was just really good it was so cool I loved it (laughs) yeah but every time I hear you every time I hear you talk about movies you're always so like in-depth about stuff and the way that you like share your own feelings on it and stuff like maybe it's just me because I feel the same way most of the time about <laughs> like the way that you feel about stuff so like I I understand you on that more uh 
you know, intellectual level, but <laughs> I, I don't know. I just, I just like the way that you, you talk about stuff that like, I'm a, me like the way you speak. I'm a fucking caveman. <laughs> but, so this is going to well, be really interesting to hear. Well, your now take. that you set the bar that high, I better perform. <laughs> There's no, listen, <laughs> the bar on this show is it's it buried in the ground. So if anything, we've, we've, just unearthed it so it's still on the ground it doesn't matter we're we're good <laughs> all right let's start this thing off with whether let's let's just get it out there did i like the movie or not what do you think first of all let me hear what, what do you i'm gonna say you definitely liked this movie i think this movie has the pacing that you would appreciate well um <laughs> you might be you might be shocked <sighs> to know that um i thought it was fucking brilliant i loved every minute of it <laughs> how dare you no i'm not gonna that lie was so good that was such a good delivery i was literally like he's not gonna tell me that he hates this movie <laughs> like no yeah. way there's there's no way that i could have hated this movie there i literally as soon as it started i when the when the when the, when, knew, the fucking, right? when the title popped up and filled the whole screen it just said the batman i was like I do that with my movies. I put titles that big on the screen to make people feel fucking intimidated. Oh, it's so imposing. I, yeah. I immediately was, I connected with it. And then, yeah, no, I, I loved it from the start. Even before the movie actually started, I loved it. It was. Yeah, and the, it sets off with that score too, which is just incredible throughout the whole film. Okay, so when we talk about this movie, I think we should go over the stuff that we don't like first because I'm sure there's not okay. that much about it. No, there is not. Um, I, can, <laughs> I can barely tell you what I don't like about this movie. Uh, in yeah. fact, I think that there's a general consensus out there that this this movie is four stars or higher for most people. Out yeah, of I don't I don't think anyone's gonna gonna be like uh, it's either it's either it was a good movie or a great movie. There's no I don't right. Think in fact, like, I think the only thing polarizing right now, or the only thing that's polarizing, is whether it's better or not than The Dark Knight. Oh, it's definitely better. I'm gonna put. It I out there. agree. I, I believe 100. This is better than any. I think it's better than any hero superhero i think i got into this debate with my own head the other day talking to you is it a superhero movie or a hero movie i don't know how that's classified well actually <laughs> oh shit i should have wrote that down on my talking points thank you for pointing that out hang on uh i gotta i gotta write that down uh -huh. there is a there is a moment that i noticed uh about that and we'll get into that but yeah there so there's a moment in the movie that i know we'll just fucking we're talking about it now might as well there's a moment in the movie that i noticed that he goes from vigilante to hero right and oh it, yeah mean, it, it's pretty obvious but it's, that was uh, the it's, other thing i definitely did i do i think that the best theme or tone in this film is the the journey of becoming either a vigilante or a hero a villain or a vigilante and yeah. the separation between those three kind of uh terms i guess um and how the film like plays that out and it becomes like this inner battle with, you know, our hero, <laughs> Batman, who you don't really feel like, you feel like he's established himself as this hero, but this hero with like, he's calls himself vengeance. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's it. Everybody kept calling him vengeance. I was like, what is that? Is he, is that his name? Or are we just like nicknaming him for just for funds? Cause he keeps yeah. like referring it. Like they don't, it doesn't seem like it's a nickname. It seems like they're literally calling him that because that's what he wants to be called. But then he also mentions the Batman name in there as like referring, like this might be the end of the Batman, he said at one point. So like, yeah. I don't know which, I don't know. It was, it was weird, that was weird. But I mean, it didn't, it didn't ruin it for <laughs> me or anything. It was just, 
entertaining. I would say that, again, this movie, I gave it five stars. I think that this movie is the best hero comic film I've ever seen. I Yeah, no, I would 100% agree. Well, okay, all right. I Yes, I will, I will agree that it is the best Batman movie of all time. And it, and it m- may be the best superhero comic book movie of all time. But just my personal preference, I also really very, very much like Watchmen. Like, I fucking love that movie. The Watchmen's great, yeah. That, I can't, I, I did like I can't that betray that well. movie. I so. would say there's a couple... Uh, this is a good segue to, in comparison because I found that the, the Watchmen told um, a very linear story, very... Uh, it, it had very quick pacing. It had a very classic style of three-part, um, mm-hmm. you know, conclusion, middle climax and beginning to it. Uh, three act, I guess. <laughs> yeah. But the Batman did not have that. I felt like the Batman yeah. was a constant roller coaster. The only thing linear about it was a timeline of events of, of him solving this mystery. Um, but there was constant action, constant climaxes. It was just a barrage of, of yeah, kind of discovery. There was so much happening in this movie that literally I, and this is a good point for the movie. This is because I went into this thinking like, I don't want to sit here for three hours for any movie. I don't give a shit what it is. Three hours is that's, that's a daunting <laughs> task to sit down to yeah. a movie for three hours, especially in a theater when you like, don't, you can't get up like pause or go get something to eat or whatever like i had to go to the bathroom twice during this movie <laughs> yeah i literally made sure i did not eat and i peed before i left so i sat there for three hours starving myself so i didn't have to get up <laughs> but it, it but the thing is though it didn't feel like it was three hours like it, it no. went by really fast and and like it by the time we got to the end i was like wait a minute are they about to wrap this bitch up how long has it been i could <laughs> my phone i turned my phone off so i couldn't check the time but i was like this, there's no way we've been sitting here for two hours and 55 minutes already. This is. I did not notice the length of this film like a lot of other people may have mentioned. Um, I've heard a few complaints about the pacing. I didn't have an issue with it. Yeah, there's I no, it, it no issue whatsoever. So I think a lot of concern around pacing is because people are not used to a hero or action movie having the pacing of a thriller. And yeah. this has the pacing of a thriller, a noir, a detective drama. It does not have the pacing of a huge cinematic action movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that that catches some people off guard. But I also think that that's what people don't realize they loved about it. <laughs> yeah, that's that's. What We're not connecting those necessarily. It's, <laughs> it's a it's a different experience, and people like subconsciously like it, but. They, they think like, oh, it's a Batman movie, so shouldn't it be more engaging? Where's the action? Oh, God, the action in this movie is just amazing, too. Yeah. So yeah. so what are some things you didn't like about it? I, okay, uh, I really can't, I don't think there's anything I didn't like about it. Uh, well, okay, here's one thing. One thing that, it doesn't ruin the movie for <laughs> me. I still think it's great. I just want to point it out, like, I thought it was eh, weird. So yeah. Robert Pattinson as Batman fucking phenomenal loved yeah. it loved him in the role great choice i had complete faith in him from the beginning when they when they announced the casting and all that stuff i everybody was like are you fucking kidding me i'm like I, oh, <laughs> the jawline i mean he's got the jawline for yeah, batman come dude, on <laughs> i i knew from the start that he was gonna knock it out of the fucking park and and so but 
the the one thing I don't like about it is him as Bruce Wayne. Not him playing Bruce Wayne, but like I the, the don't character. Think you're alone on that. I just because okay, <laughs> here, but I also understand why they did it like that because the the character this this Bruce Wayne specifically seems more of like he's been through a traumatic experience and he becomes a fucking recluse and like that's the kind of person that he would be like nowadays. He wouldn't be some you know like swathy billionaire who goes out and tries to get chicks and stuff like he. He right. lost his parents. He became a recluse. He's obsessed with being the Batman. Like, I get it. I get that that's the type of character he would be. I just don't like, I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like the, the, the way, the choice of doing that. But I understand why they did it, though, if that makes sense. Yeah, it absolutely does. So I, I actually have the opposite feeling on that, um, which I can touch on now. Uh, I think that him as Bruce Wayne, you are not, this movie was not an introduction to Bruce Wayne. It was an introduction to the Batman. Mm -hmm. And it was, it was kind of an opening for Bruce Wayne and almost an origin story for him, because I don't think we were meant to meet Bruce Wayne. We were meant to meet him as who he feel he, he really is. And they kind of mentioned that, like you are who you are when you're wearing your mask. Mm-hmm. And I think that is why we are meant to focus on the Batman, not Bruce Wayne. And when Bruce Wayne does make appearances, it's he's a recluse. Like you said, he's a reclusive, kind of emo, very traumatized man who really does yeah. not know how to socialize. Mm-hmm. And I find that that is actually a really interesting take on it because I want to see the setup in this movie for him becoming a philanthropy you know more into philanthropy and using his privilege and his power for good as Bruce Wayne and knowing that he needs to be able to work from that side as well to better Gotham and I think this movie does set that up for the next films and this is a trilogy is what yeah I I just read that today they I read that the he signed a three-picture deal so like it is confirmed that there will be a new trilogy yeah that's fucking (laughs) exciting I'm so glad that that's happening so talking well, about there's a lot of people that liked Bruce Wayne, the Christian Bale playboy, yeah, version. I just, and... I just, that's what I'm used to. That's the thing is like I'm used yeah. to, to Bruce Wayne being like this, not. I, I don't want to say it because everybody keeps referring to it as it, but not an emo Bruce Wayne. Like that's what I'm <laughs> not used to. So, but whatever. I think in my review I said emo Wayne or emo Bruce is peak Bruce. <laughs> like, yeah, I love it. <laughs> Yeah, so but maybe uh, that's me maybe that's my I think it's a preference of the style and type of films I like and the characters I do like the fact that him like the character this he's more human this time like he can get hurt and he does get hurt like yeah. he's not oh. he's not yeah. a he's not a fucking he's not Batman just yet I mean he looks like Batman but he's not the Batman that we know and love that comes later but uh, right. <laughs> it's still it's still fascinating the way that he gets to there I didn't have a lot that I didn't like about this movie either. I think yeah, the, I the my chief complaint actually revolves around social media um, and their use of it. I still feel like they kind of missed the mark on that. They did they did utilize social media in probably the better ways that I've seen in films. But I, I literally laughed out loud when one of the detectives is like, he's got like 500 followers. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like... Uh, 
what is that like a lot? <laughs> like, <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, there's there's like, not a whole lot. That's it's I don't understand. That's not something to be like super like uh, impressed with, right? People who are extreme online tend to have a lot of followers, and I felt like that was a little out of touch. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean. Yeah, you're right. So let's let's talk about the Riddler for a second. I was transfixed by Paul Dano in this movie. Like fantastic, hundred percent my favorite character in this movie. Him, I'm 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 gonna say I think he stole the show, just because of how like it's it's interesting because he can't see <laughs> he doesn't he's not unmasked. You don't know what he looks like. I mean, if you know who Paul Dano, you know who he is. Like then you know what he yeah. looks like. But he's not unmasked for for like almost more than two thirds of the movie. Uh, yeah, and. Yeah. So, but, and when he's masked and all that stuff, all you see is his eyes and he's got a deeper voice and stuff. But the moment that the Riddler started talking and he gets that, like, he goes all exaggerated with his words and like starts yelling things and stuff. And yeah, I, he sings that, almost. It's yeah, really it's, incredible it's, delivery. It's 100% <laughs> Paul Dana. Like, I could hear that because he did that kind of stuff in There Will Be Blood with that character yeah. with the, and and i i just i loved every that's another great fucking movie bro. amazing casting choice for yeah. sure the and riddler him, was incredible he he's i like that they i like that he was kind of like basically the zodiac like yeah like i think i put joker plus zodiac equals riddler in my review <laughs> yeah it, it's the whole uh the whole gimmick of him being like when, when you first see him he he seems kind of subdued and calm and stuff but then he just gradually yeah. comes more out of his shell a little bit and starts sounding more comedic and stuff and like more ridiculous which all, almost makes it more unsettling like because the first right. time you see him he's just like a subdued quiet low-voiced man talking to the camera but then he just gets more wild until the end and, and it's it's almost horrifying that's that's the horror element in this movie is is him yeah, I agree. Um, I think his delivery was fantastic. And the fact that he could be so freaky with shaky camera work from like a cell phone with a mask on and big goggles. I mean, the fact that he delivered that so well, it kind of, I don't know, it, it was it was incredible. And I can understand the compar comparisons people are making to the Joker, because I think he yeah, really they did channel a lot of the Heath Ledger style of delivery with um kind of the manic manic delivery there's a lot of references to the dark knight specifically in that movie with that character like the whole interrogation scene too like that felt like it was the same thing except they were on two different sides of a wall not really in the same room but it was still still felt the same thing and then like him recording himself talking to his victims and stuff like that's yeah joker-esque yeah. yeah it was um it was an unsettling uh style of villain and I think it was still very grounded which is why I think this whole movie is successful because of how grounded it is mm -hmm. um and I I keep using that word because it just felt so possible like the whole movie everything feels yeah everybody like in this movie it's possible yeah <laughs> like everybody in the, the characters feels feel real. like real people <laughs> yeah in fact I don't think that there is a miscast role in this whole movie um with the exception of one character at the very, very end. Are you talking about- We don't about... really get enough of You're... that I honestly didn't even realize it was who everybody says it is. <laughs> like... are, you, are you talking about uh, the Riddler's cellmate? Yes, I am. And that's yeah. actually gonna be another one of my complaints. 
I think that the makeup choices on that made it look like another villain. And I did not realize it was the Joker. I thought it was I, Two-Face. Wait, wait, wait what do you mean it? makeup? Cho- it was cloaked in shadow. I couldn't see shit. What did you see? Oh, I saw like the mouth, like the side of his face. And it was all like ripped open. His mouth looked like it. It looked what? like Two-Face, but it wasn't. It was just a scarred up Joker, I guess. <laughs> I didn't see shit. It was a shadow. Maybe they didn't turn the lights up enough on the, the screen or something. I didn't see anything. God damn it. I, I mean, I knew it was the Joker, but I didn't see anything. It was just literally darkness. God yeah, I could see it. Um, I guess I just have a better theater. Sorry. If they're going to do something with the Joker, I really hope that they like, don't make him the main villain. Like do like a penguin situation where he's just kind of off to the side. So, yeah, I think this is just an origin story for the penguin as well. And so speaking speaking of be... the penguin, good God, Colin Farrell, fucking, <laughs> I, I have, there has, he was my favorite character. You said the Riddler was yours. Uh, yeah. The penguin was mine. <laughs> very little, <laughs> very little actors I've seen in movies disappear into their roles. It's only, I can't recall what movies, but it's only happened a few times, which is probably why I can't recall. But th- I've never... I know it's him, but like I, you can't see it at all. He, he still sounds... has the swag, though. That Colin Farrell swag was yeah, unmistakable yeah, the, the, to me, can... and I literally like immediately fell in love with the character. You can like, kind of see it in his smile too, like, but like he sounds yeah. nothing like Colin Farrell. He, I love his voice. It's I loved it. Oh, it was great. <laughs> the way he the way he portrayed it was genius. But I, he doesn't look anything <laughs> like it, or sound anything like Colin Farrell, and and I thought that was quite impressive i'm not gonna lie that was i've like i know it's him but it doesn't look anything like it's fucking insane he he stole the show a lot in my opinion especially because one of the best sequences in the whole film is that (laughs) car chase scene yeah Um, yeah. (laughs) i've literally never seen a better car chase scene can we in my life (laughs) can we talk about that yes oh god yes Um, okay no offense (laughs) i think you overhyped it no no i'm standing by this i, I listen, could not listen. like i i've never enjoyed a car chase scene so much because you could see so much going on i it was good don't get me wrong i enjoyed it i i've thoroughly enjoyed it and the camera angles and stuff that they used were very very interesting uh <laughs> I, get, I get what you're saying now when you when you mention it like that so i get it but like i just think it, it might just be because i've seen a stupid amount of action movies and all the uh, all types of movies well, throughout so my entire I. life and and so like well, yeah <laughs> but like i i'm just used to that kind of i it wasn't i would say it wasn't something it wasn't anything special but it was so here's what i think is special about it because i don't believe that i overhyped it i believe i perfectly hyped <laughs> it all right so what i loved about this whole car chase scene was the use of multiple scores they used the classic like do 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 kind of tempo of a car chase scene, but behind it was that Batman score, which mm-hmm. was not changed in any degree. It was still the dun 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 dun. It was like really like I Did don't. You... It was stalking in the background. It was yeah. so good. It it gave me that like that Darth Vader vibe, but for Batman, it went throughout the entire car chase and almost every beat of that stalking 
sound in the background, they changed the angle from whether they were they were looking at Penguin's face like up close. Okay, see now I didn't know Batman. I didn't notice that the, the car again, and it was just on tempo. So it felt like it felt like you were in it, like because you were getting um, it's 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 the same reason why when you go to a rock concert and you can feel the pulse of the crowd with the pulse of the music, it's mm. just a different sensation than if you're just listening to that song in your car. But when you can feel it and you can see it, it's so different. <laughs> and yeah. I really felt it. I got the like the grungy metal like face on when I was watching this car chasing <laughs> like, oh, that's so good. Oh, <laughs> I, okay. See, now I didn't notice that. I didn't know the music uh, tempo going along with the editing that's some edgar wright shit right there and i didn't even i never i didn't notice it that then the have... end of it when penguin thinks he's gotten away and you know you know that that ramp lined up perfectly you know that batman's coming through that fire and the penguin doesn't and you're just like laughing at him he's like oh you think it. you're good <laughs> like, and then the Batmobile comes through the flames. That was a good shot. I'm not going to lie. To the end and knocks him over and then gets out. And the way he walked up to him and you're just looking at it upside down and sideways as he stalks up to Penguin in the fire behind him. Oh, gold. <laughs> I loved it. I loved every bit of that. <laughs> I... <laughs> I, yeah, I'm not overhyped. I guess okay. If you look at it that, I just I don't know why I didn't think it was that impressive. I don't it, the way that you're describing it because I can remember it shot for shot. I know the way that you're describing it sounds way cooler than what I saw, and I don't understand why I <laughs> brushed it um, off. I don't know. Watch it again, maybe because I described it before. I think I kind of described it to you before a little bit, and I might have set you up, or I only alluded to it. I might have just said, "Oh, it's the greatest," and then like not really told you why. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. It. <laughs> you you literally overhyped. You're like, "It's the greatest car chase of all time. It was amazing." And I'm like, "All right." Well, then I let's, just let's didn't see. tell you why. <laughs> like, yeah, you didn't say anything. And then I go in there. And I just didn't like, want to ruin it. I wanted you to be immersed like I was. <laughs> oh my god. Well, I mean, yeah, I was. So okay, music. Speaking of music, um, the boy howdy, what a soundtrack. The uh. Mm -hmm. the dark yeah. version of that ave maria song was fucking cool i yeah. i love the the, the placement right of the that in the movie. Too. i mentioned that people said that the opening scene was intense because of the riddler and then you said that people keep forgetting there's something before it and there isn't the riddler thing actually so i got them first. mixed up yeah so <laughs> okay. i i, I so the movie, this, in my head this swap. movie started and i heard the ave maria and i'm like okay where's batman what's he and like it's from pov from a from goggles and stuff so i thought the whole time I thought, oh, this is Batman watching this cute family have the the child is murdering his father. Oh, never mind. It was a joke. And then then it cuts to the Riddler in the guy's house. And then later you get the same kind of POV shot and it actually is Batman watching. So I thought, oh, that was Batman watching the Riddler kill this dude in his own house and he didn't step in. What the hell? And then again, you get another POV shot and it's the thing from the it's the first POV shot again. And it's the Riddler. And I was like, wait a minute. So it was written yeah. the whole time. Like that, that threw well, me off. It's also, there's a juxtaposition between the Batman, what he's seeing and going through in other areas, and then what the Riddler's doing and going through. And the whole point is, are they the same or aren't they? 
is mm. is he a vigilante or a villain is batman a vigilante or a villain what is different between them and that is something that he has to resolve bruce wayne does well how the how the fuck did you absorb this movie that much watching it one time jesus uh, christ i take notes when i watch movies yeah, so what? i actually wrote my entire review while i was watching it I, uh, yeah you told me that that's, that's <laughs> so interesting i i really try to pay attention to stuff um and uh, that's just how I take it in. That's how I take in movies. I take in movies very, I get really lost in them. And that's what yeah. I enjoy about film is when I start watching a movie, I immediately just try to lose everything else around me and really pay attention to that film and just get sucked into it. And if I can't get sucked into it, then it's just probably a bad movie because mm -hmm. I have a very low bar for what <laughs> entertains me. I typically overrate movies or overhype as you put it. <laughs> I really enjoy stuff. And and maybe it's because I do see things that other people don't notice. I also try to apply intention when I see a movie. What was the director's intent? What were they trying to get me yeah. to see or feel here? Yeah, see that's that's how I when I watch movies, I watch them as a filmmaker and not as an audience member and I think that that kind of ruins my viewing experience sometimes cuz like I'm not yeah, sitting there. That's fair. I'm not like engulfed in the story as an audience member. I'm like watching yeah. it and being like, how did they do that camera? Why did they choose that kind of lighting? Like all that stuff. And it, mm -hmm. I think it ruins my experience, but not all the time. Like there's some movies that I can watch as a, an audience member. And this one, I actually think that I went in as an audience member this time, but I didn't notice yeah. the stuff that you noticed because I wasn't looking at it with my filmmaker brain, which. Kind which of, is good probably it's oh yeah no if, if a movie really feel it yeah if a movie can can like distract me from doing what i usually do watching a movie and actually make me normalize me watching a movie then that's a good movie in my book i did you know so good for i me. think sometimes i sound like an idiot like i'm a little too pretentious about this stuff because <laughs> who, what if what what if a director ever listened to something that I said about his movie like that would ever happen? But like, <laughs> what if? And they were like, I didn't mean it though. What? <laughs> like, that's well, not I mean, what I meant. Yeah, <laughs> what is there's this crazy lady talking about. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't, I don't think. Well, I don't think Matt Reeves is going to have a problem with what we're saying about his movie. Cause no, because it's just gushing about it. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. There was really nothing wrong with the movie this except for movie felt like it was very emotional had a lot of emotional depth um it did not feel like a movie that was just meant to entertain us and be an action movie mm -hmm. it felt like a movie that was actually a character study a thriller uh an investigative drama um i forgot what i was talking about before that <laughs> yeah to drive home the the point that it was like a, a noir type of movie there okay so to me I might sound insane or not, but to me, some of the music sometimes sounded like it was coming from Taxi Driver. It was I, almost distracting sometimes because it was so good. <laughs> yeah, I learned I learned something um, earlier when when I was writing down my little notes about this. I learned that um, when Matt Reeves was uh, writing the script for the movie, he would. <laughs> this is gonna fucking blow your mind. He was listening to a certain song from the taxi driver soundtrack on repeat 
Really? Yeah. <laughs> I did not know that. That is so cool. And yeah. So no so, wonder. No wonder you got that vibe. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know why. It just sounded. It was in his head. <laughs> the, the light jazz is. I, anytime I hear like light jazz in a movie, I'm always like taxi driver. Beyond the music, I do want to say that another detail about this film that I thought was very successful was its costume design. Uh, the style of Batman's cowl and everything mm-hmm. really fit Robert Patterson. Patterson. Um, I always say his last name wrong. I, I don't think I've ever said it right. Pattinson. <laughs> I always want to say Patterson. Pattinson. I, I was gonna say I was gonna say something, but you were on a roll, so just like I'll let it go. Just whatever. <laughs> it really fit him. I think that it was a very practical Catwoman design as well because. First of all, the first time you see her as Catwoman, she's not wearing five inch heels. She's wearing like a normal boot style boot that is fairly practical, like the most practical Catwoman shoe I have ever seen. Um, It does get a little bit higher later in the movie. Mm -hmm. That's okay. I can live with that. The first introduction not being sexy Catwoman in five inch heels, like I appreciate that yeah, <laughs> as a I, woman I, I thought that that her, was included. Uh, I thought that her mask was, it was a little weird. So cool. It, it was a little it. weird because like it barely covered any of her fit. Like if she's trying to hide her identity, she's not doing a great job. But like it, in terms of the, the style of the costume, it makes sense. The but baklava. Like, whatever. Is but it, it called a baklava or is that the dessert? <laughs> is it yes yes a baklava is is a dessert a balaclava is the balaclava oh my god (laughs) my bad (laughs) i oh yeah so okay you want to talk about costume design something i enjoyed very much about this movie and going back to the the grounding of the characters and making them real uh instead of him being some like high-tech fancy fucking guy who has all of the gadgets to get out of every kind of situation he uses a wingsuit mm-hmm. instead of his, yeah. his his little fancy flying cape. away with his cape thing like he uses yeah. a, a, a wingsuit because and he was very reluctant to he yeah was like oh yeah, so when, he, when he got up to the edge and he like hesitated i was like holy shit he's a person i he's loved a, it this, this, those this. are the details those are the details and i really like the uh the um like his grappling hook, the way that they used it in certain scenes and stuff was really good. I I thought yeah. that uh, even that is a it's an unrealistic like item, tool, whatever. But like the way that they, yeah, he still had gadgets. Don't get us wrong, he still had gadgets. Yeah, right? it, it, it seems like they an unrealistic so tool. Ridiculous. But oh, the bat, the bat star knife thing that he had. Oh, the his chest plate that was on his chest. Yeah, that, that was, was cool. So cool. I <laughs> loved that so much that was like, that was genius because I've never... okay let me let me explain this a little bit more and again maybe i'm a little too pretentious about this but i think that was inspired by the magnetic ammo uh cartridges that are used in real life where people hmm. have armor where it has magnetic plates in it for them to be able to stick uh um their ammo cartridges what are they called <laughs> <laughs> my brain is malfunctioning to stick their uh oh magazines? my gosh magazines thank you uh they have magnetic plates to stick magazines on or to stick other knives or weapons they're uh, strong magnets and that hmm. reminded me of that and i wonder if they took inspiration from that 
but I don't know. Everything again felt very grounded. It felt realistic, not so crazy. Even the wingsuit, I think some people were like, "Oh, it's so silly." Is it? It felt to me like wingsuits are real. People only. do that shit, yeah, like all the time. Totally. But the fact that it like blew up and like he had to like it went it shot out and around him and then he zipped it up and it was like inflatable or whatever. I guess people thought it was a little ridiculous, but I thought that that was the most grounded, least ridiculous way for him to get down than I've ever seen in a Batman movie. Yeah. <laughs> like, he's not flying with and his speaking, cape speaking like a of that specific <laughs> um that specific shot too. The, some there were some really fucking cool camera angles in this movie. I'm not gonna lie, like mm. specifically the bat, uh, the wingsuit shot where he just straight up jumps off the building and the camera just stays looking behind him as the building yeah. gets smaller and smaller away from him. Oh, when he goes he up, shoots and- the grappling hook off screen, and then him and the camera just rise up, and he just passes all these floors of people shooting at yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, like, that, that was the fucking station. awesome. That that was yeah. me. That was me using my filmmaker brain. I loved those kind. Of, that was an amazing shot, and I can't. I want to say every time he shot his grappling hook, the camera tended to go with it too. Like we got stuck into the wall, and then we came back to him from his angle to watch what happened with that grappling hook after the fact. Yeah, I'd say the cinematography in this movie, in general, is pretty pretty great. Like I am, I am a huge fan of cinematography. That is, that is one of my top three, maybe even number one things about movies is the cinematography. Cause I love yeah, seeing how people film a movie and, and the, the shots that they chose and why they chose them and all that stuff. And, uh, and there were some really interesting, like every time that uh, Batman and Catwoman were together, they were like basically silhouettes on a backdrop yeah. of some kind like with the sunset so and everything. Romantic. every time that they were together like i love those shots like it's just it's beautiful it Absolutely. gave me the dick tracy vibes every time every time and then like when he was investigating he was always this quiet like ex- existing person in the scene and he only talked whenever it was relevant <laughs> like mm-hmm. it mattered and it was just he was this imposing figure and again, it gave me these Dick Tracy vibes, like the way it was uh, in the neo-noir, I think is what we're calling it, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I loved I, it. I love that it was still had that feel, but it was such a serious movie. It didn't feel satirical like Dick Tracy does. Oh my God. Yeah, there, there, that's something that I do like about the Batman character is that like the way that he reacts and stuff like that, like the way that he is, as a as a the detective version of him he's very quiet subdued concentrated he's like paying attention to everything because he's the world's greatest detective but then he also can fight but like he's not the world's greatest fighter so like the fight scenes and stuff even though he did beat the shit out of everybody and kick their fucking ass within seconds and he made it look easy fight choreograph he did he did get beat around a couple times and like it just seems very raw and like unchoreographed is what it felt like it was just like survival just start swinging like yeah the choreo the choreography felt very real it was clunky it like it wasn't super fluid like most choreography does where it wants you to flow from movement to movement to be like this nice well shot dance you know Mm -hmm. um that is not at all how this batman is this batman is he is powerful, but he is able to be hurt. 
he does get hurt. He gets knocked down. He gets the wind knocked out of him. He gets uh, literally he lands shot. on his knees. He rolls like a very unelegant man would roll when he lands on the ground. <laughs> he looks like he struggles to get up when he gets hurt. He doesn't just spring back up. You know, it's it's very intense. And he was, he was gonna be killed had Catwoman not stepped in and saved him. Right. Literally, and he then was, he literally takes a shot of adrenaline to like that, make it through. I thought that might be my my thought about that was that was interesting because I thought that might have been because it was green. And I thought like maybe that's the shit that Bane uses later on. Maybe they're gonna introduce Bane at some point. <laughs> I thought I, I don't know. I mean he didn't turn into some giant fucking freak, but like it, maybe I, it was, that is going to be something that's explained later, and that's why they did that. I assumed it was just that way to make sure that it showed up in this scene so that you knew he was injecting something i mean it makes sense but it was also glowing green which just screams bane so i, I don't know i just yeah. felt like that had to be something so what were some of your favorite lines in the film did you have any that you could remember take note of or deliveries uh oh, jesus anything the riddler said was fucking fantastic that's why he was my favorite character because the, the things that he was saying and the way <laughs> he was saying them just everything he that's said that's how i felt about the penguin <laughs> My I, favorite part when he was being interrogated by them all tied up. <laughs> <laughs> what is this? Good cop, bat shit cop? <laughs> he's fucking, that was really funny. That was the most comedic part of the entire movie when they walk off and oh, leave yeah. him his leg. You, and you he's sons of bitches. <laughs> yeah, he waddled. He fucking waddled. That was perfect. I guarantee they yeah. did that on purpose. That they was had genius. To have, because I, I put it in my review. I was like, okay, this is like, nothing is better than a good cop and bat shit cop. And a penguin that waddles. <laughs> that is that was hilarious. It's so good. <laughs> I love that this movie drove home the point that Gotham is a piece of shit city that you don't want to yeah. be in. Yeah, and it didn't feel like I was in New York. <laughs> yeah, that too. There was one shot in the movie that I thought, like, they clearly shot this in New York, in New York, but like most of it didn't feel like New York. I think it's supposed to be Chicago, isn't it? Isn't Gotham supposed to be based on Chicago? Oh, I don't know. Again, I'm not the, I'm not a subject matter. I am the I, least qualified person to be talking. I think, about I, like I think Gotham <laughs> is supposed to be based on Chicago, and Metropolis is supposed to be New York. Oh, I'm pretty okay. sure. So it will. Okay, either way, it didn't well, feel like New sense. York or Chicago, but it did not. It, it felt like Gotham. It felt grimy. It felt gritty it felt gothamy <laughs> i don't even if gotham was an adjective they did a great job describing it <laughs> yeah there's um certain scenes one specifically that like several scenes throughout this movie that that threw me off as to where it was going uh and one specifically that really really actually got me like the whole time the interrogation scene when he's talking to the riddler and he just starts mm -hmm. saying bruce Wayne, like he like he, yes. and he looks at him like he knows He's Bruce Wayne. And then he says that right at the end, recorded. like, it's a, yeah. And that, oh, that was intense. <laughs> right at the end, he's like, it's a shame we, one of them got away. We and didn't I was get like, it. Yeah. I was like, oh my fucking God. <laughs> I really thought first, like, I really thought the relief knew. that I felt was also the relief that we saw on <laughs> Batman. <laughs> like, that was so, that was really good. I love when movies can do that. If so you can still, good. If and you they can still misled us in the trailer so many times there the way that they edited and cut that trailer well, did see, not give anything away in my opinion it I, lined up so nicely i didn't watch the trailer i watched the the teaser trailer that they brought out the first one that they ever made and that was it yeah. i was like i'm gonna wait i watched the trailer a lot because i've i've seen a lot of movies this month and 
it was in front of every single movie I saw. Oh yeah, well, so yeah. I saw it a lot, and uh, there are it was intentionally misleading in parts. In fact, it led you to believe that he did know that he was Bruce Wayne the whole time. Yeah. And so when that scene happens, you think, oh God, here it is. Here's where he tells him he knows, he knows. And you just feel it and you believe it. And I think that's the smartest thing they could have done was to the way that they cut those scenes. I I like that they're getting smarter with trailers now and not not ruining, like what they did with with Scream, spoiler, by the way. So there's that, that, that uh, over, what's the voiceover in the Scream trailer where where, uh, they're like, it's an honor to meet you. And on the screen, you see Sydney. And you're thinking, yeah. oh shit! So obviously, somebody is connected. It's whoever it is. This is an honor. Is, is a fan of <laughs> yeah. of Sydney's or something like that. And then they use that line when they're killing fucking Dewey. And I was like, oh my god, you would have never seen it coming. Oh yeah. So they did that with this the the Batman trailer really successfully because there was also scenes of Selena Kyle and Batman that were cut because they they filmed multiple scenes in the same location up on that rooftop silhouetted you know of the city. That location was their meeting spot. So there were multiple times that they were in that area and they cut chunks of it and they mashed it together in the trailer to make you think this was one conversation that they were having. Hmm. But really it was from three different meeting times with each other. This movie is surprising on every, every front possible. It's just, it's. Yeah. It's perfect. It's a perfect fucking movie almost. No, I yeah. think it is. I think it is a perfect movie. You're gonna have so much editing ahead of you on this. I know. This is this is we're all are you sure over you're gonna get this place. out tomorrow? <laughs> it's I don't know. Uh, we're all over. I don't know what place. you expected talking to me. <laughs> it's fine, it's fine. Okay, all right. So thanks for listening, or I don't know how far you made it into you probably turned it off by now. If you've made it to the end of this, congratulations. You win a um thumbs up from Justine. Go ahead, give him a thumbs up thumbs up is it's happening there it is yeah <laughs> you have to you, trust me <laughs> you can you can hear the excitement radiating off of her thumb as we speak you guys can check me out or find me on tiktok at yes just enough justine uff just enough oh that was it okay i thought you were gonna keep plugging yourself <laughs> I, I thought there was more plugging i was just waiting yeah, I, I should have. Yeah, okay, good. I'm, I'm glad that you. I'm glad that you mentioned you because I was gonna say like, you know, where where can they find you? And I completely disregarded that out of my brain right at the last second. So good, good for you. Did you hear that, people? Check her out because she knows more about movies than I do. No, that's a, that's a bold claim. No, that's a, I don't know, okay. no. <laughs> a, I I just know how to talk eloquently about movies. There it is. Yes, yeah. Way to round it back to the beginning. There it is. Boom. We've come full circle. This is a perfect podcast. Don't ever... I hope I maintained that bar. Thank you. <laughs> we did okay. good. <laughs> uh, just, you know, g- goodbye, I guess. G- goodbye.